0: Hello and welcome to Money Lives. This is Sucheta Dilal. I hope all of you have had a wonderful Diwali. And if you'd really celebrated, then I'm sure you must have done a lot of bonus giving, right? To people who work with you, your support staff. Today's video blog is built around it. But I'm going to take up this issue on behalf of all of us with the finance minister. So what I've done this time is I've written a letter to the finance minister Telling her what our problem is and also telling her that there are solutions. Now, what is the problem? The problem, some of you may have noticed, is that our banks, who we trust to keep our money safe, have been quietly enrolling us on government insurance schemes, which are supposed to be a safety net for people in the lower income groups. Now, they're just debiting your account. And this is wrong. I'm going to explain why. The best way to do it is for you to listen to this letter that I've written to the finance minister. So what have I said? I've said, dear finance minister, I'm writing to bring to your attention the fact that public sector banks are undermining the government's effort to provide security to economically underprivileged people through a series of thoughtful insurance schemes. I'm stopping here to explain that these were... There are about seven of these schemes, and they were launched with much fanfare, with very low premium, and were supposed to make life safe for all of us. Getting insurance companies to pay in a country which doesn't have social security. Now I'm going back to the letter. So I say, how's this happening? Banks are given targets to sell the schemes in order to allow the government to showcase high subscriber numbers. Instead of targeting people who really need the insurance and persuading them to buy, banks are enrolling depositors as subscribers without their permission. Now, you keep your money in a bank. Again, an explanation. The bank dips into your account. If somebody else other than the bank did it, wouldn't you call it a fraud or a theft? But because the bank does it and they claim they're giving you insurance which you haven't asked for, and they put it in your account statement, we tend not to call it out for what it is, which is theft. So coming back to the letter, I'm saying they are debiting the premium from our accounts. This is theft. However, because banks are doing so formally and mentioning the debit in our account numbers, we tend not to recognize it for what it is. Now, countless individuals have voiced grievances about such thievery on social media platforms. It's not unknown. Money Life has reported on the issue. Bank unions themselves have candidly admitted that their members are compelled to engage in such questionable activities by senior management. Same target given. Yet, banks and insurance regulators have studiously turned a blind eye to complaints from both bankers and depositors about this pilfering of depositive funds and then the subsequent harassment to stop it and get this reversed. Now, what is shocking is that these are good insurance schemes. They would provide a crucial safety net at a time when income inequality is rising. The rich are getting far richer and the rest of us are either remaining where we are, including the middle class, or sliding, right? So if these schemes reach the right people, they would help. Instead, the government's intention is defeated by prioritizing enrollment numbers Rather than reaching the right people, you need to ask it's what I'm telling the finance minister. You need to ask regulators to do their job by preventing mis selling and engage with stakeholders to find effective ways to reach these insurance schemes to the target beneficiaries. Now, let me explain all the flaws that are happening today. One, like I said, there are seven government sponsored insurance schemes, of which we are concerned with two. One is the Pradhan Mantri Jeevan Bhima Yojana, it's called PMJJBY, a little of a tongue twister. This gives a life cover of 2 lakhs for those in the age group of 18 to 50. The annual premium started off being just 330 and after there were claims, it's increased to 436. The second is the Pradhan Mantri Suraksha Bhima Yojana, PMSBY. This is an accident insurance cover for people in the age of 18 to 70. The premium was as low as 12 rupees. Now it is 20. This is the one which has been totally debited from accounts without permission because who notices a 20 rupee debit? You think it's just one of the charges that banks are levying on you. There are innumerable such charges. Now, in addition to this, The Jandhan account already has a built-in accident cover of 1 lakh and a life cover of 30,000. So, banks are not making any effort to push these other schemes. These are for people who are above the level of Jandhan accounts, a higher cover, very low premium. But banks don't want to do it. There's a whip which forces them to get subscriber numbers. So, just so easy to steal the money from a depositor account. Now, why am I constantly calling this theft? As I write to the finance minister, the theft from deposit accounts is primarily enrollment of the PMJJBY, which is a life cover, and PMSBY, which is an accident cover. And the mischief is largely confined to public sector banks because they can be pressured to meet targets. Consequently, senior management misuse technology to be able to, based on your transactions and the money going in and out of your account, Get a set of demographics and say, these fit the target, dump their account with a subscription, call them subscribers, no information to you whatsoever. If you don't look at your monthly statement, you won't even notice it. It's 20 rupee debit or 40 rupee debit. If you pay careful attention, you're going to notice it. Now, this ends up targeting students a lot of times because they have a small finite budget given to them by their parents. In many cases, the insurance is a complete waste because the parents are already paying some kind of family insurance, which parent doesn't take care of their child, especially away from home. Thus, the debits are a double blow. The student has an insurance, which he or she doesn't need, and the parent is already paying possibly a much larger cover, right? Banks are also targeting senior citizens, maybe because they think, They will find it too much trouble to argue and fight and call up and ask for reversal because you know how it is calling a bank today. Either you go physically to your home branch or it's dial one for this, dial two for that. It is a form of harassment. Now, how have the regulators failed? Again, I'm telling the finance minister. The Insurance Regulatory Development Authority of India has a mandate, which is that All insurance companies, agents, and insurance brokers have to include a phrase. Insurance is the subject matter of solicitation. This is written in every policy, every ad, everything that you see which markets insurance. What does this mean? Most of you don't understand. This means that you as a buyer of insurance have to request for that insurance by filling out a proposal form, It is up to the insurer or the agent to ensure that you get a policy that is tailored for your requirements, depending on your family size, depending on your income. And the rule is that you're supposed to fill the proposal form yourself in your own handwriting and sign it. Nobody knows this. Most of us just put our signatures wherever the agent tells us. This is how many of us have been cheated because what he tells you verbally it's very different from what is there in the policy document. If you fill the policy document, you would know that the terms or the agent or the insurer is telling you or the relationship manager is telling you very different from what is there in the official document. When complaints rose, IRDA then started a two-week look-in period, which means you have to get the policy document and you have two weeks in which to reject it if the terms in the document are different from what you have signed. So you have a double protection. What happens when the bank deposits or debits money from your account and calls you a subscriber? Every one of these rules is flouted. You are not told about the policy. You don't know the terms and conditions. You haven't filled any form, let alone signed it. You don't even get an email telling you this is the policy. These are the terms. So that you, your nominee, your heirs know that you're covered at least up to the extent of two lakhs. Remember, for lower income families, and there are all kinds of issues. It's a train accident. People's houses are collapsing. There is floods. They need two lakhs, a lot of money. Instead of waiting for government to give you excretion, you have your own insurance, but you don't even know it. Because this is how the system is allowed to function. Now, Ida should have cracked down. More than that, RBI should have cracked down. But the Reserve Bank knows very well that individuals, especially lower income groups who are so busy making two ends meet, looking after their children, have no time to start a fight. India doesn't have class action suits. So you can't even organizations like ours, Money Life Foundation, NGO that we run, can't even create a class and file a class action suit because India passed a rule law in 2013. We haven't passed regulations, so we have no class action. So, I'm telling the finance minister that when banks debit your account ostensibly for government insurance schemes, all basic protections are thrown to the wind. In fact, my colleague Yogesh Sabkali wrote an article, here's a link where he pointed out that accident insurance even starts a few months after the period has begun. So it's a one year policy and the debit starts three, four months later, which means that if anything had happened in the first three months, though you are paying, you don't even have a cover. So this is the reckless flouting of rules that is being allowed by the banking regulator and the insurance regulator. Obviously no claims are made. If you don't even know you have a policy, Who's going to make the claim? Especially if you don't know it, your nominees and heirs are going to know even less. Maybe the government is turning a blind eye to these illegal debits because it wants to ensure that payouts are low. If you don't make a claim, the insurers have low payouts, premiums remain low. In the first year, when this was hugely publicized, there were high payments. So instantly, the premium insurance companies complained. The premium went from 12 to 20. Now, this happens even with senior citizens, like I said. That's another target group that banks are debiting. So here's a letter that we have from Jayanti, who turned 70 recently. She says that she had an account with ICICI Bank, subscribed to this policy, being debited every month. Suddenly last year, State Bank of India decided, where she had another account, decided she's a target audience and started debiting 20, which means she was paying 40 as accident insurance, without her knowledge, without her authorization. So she protested to SPI and tried to tell them, I already have a policy, fell on deaf ears. She kept writing, nothing happened. Finally, she just turned 70. And she says to her relief, she was not eligible after that. So the debit stopped. This is the extent to which RBI is failing in its role as a banking regulator and not ensuring that at least it is stopped, forget about refunding your money. What about IRDAI, the insurance regulator? Does its responsibility end with having a proclamation about insurance being a matter of solicitation? Why can't banks be asked to email? We are in a, a time of technology. When you want to open an account, everyone tells you download an app. Is it difficult for them to put out terms and conditions and send you an alert or a notification saying these are the terms? And why is it that your nominees should not be able to know about it? Now, there are some banks which are better than others. So Canada Bank, a lot of us have said, reverses the debits when you ask them. SBI, as you saw in jointy's case, did not do it. Now, making a valid claim. So this is just the debits and the fact that you're insured. Actually getting that money is another big battle in India. To make a valid claim, the insurer, the individual has to know what the terms are of the insurance, how to make a claim, when to make a claim, what documents are required, who to give them to. Most of the times you require a first information report to be filed with the police. Now, if you have met with an accident, there's a window in which you can make a claim and somebody, your caregiver, your nominee has to do it for you, but you don't even know you have insurance. Isn't this outrageous? Now, in August 2017, the All India Bank Officers Confederation General Secretary, Mr. DT Franco, got so fed up of his members complaining that he wrote a letter to IRDA. So they can't pretend they don't know. We ourselves have informed both regulators. So IBOC, as it's called, complained to irda about how senior management was forcing officers to push insurance schemes based on corporate arrangements. And now, of course, you have all of this. But he also pointed out exactly what I've said. Basic concepts like consent and suitability were thrown to the winds. Offered customers are arm twisted to buy specific policies. Neither RBI nor irda has done anything, which is why we're talking about it again. And hence this video blog, so that you are aware and you wake up and you join the fight because it's about all of us. Unless we get together, nothing happens, right? So what is the way forward? Now, I come back to what I said. We've all had Diwali. We've all given bonuses to people, everybody from your newspaper person to your domestic help. If PSPs are unable to sell insurance companies and they're being caused. Course, people who deserve to have that insurance don't get it. At the same time, we know, each of us know a bunch of support people around us who need it, right? But they don't know the process. You have to help them have a bank account. Today, most people actually have an account, at least in urban and semi-urban areas. But they don't know about the insurance because who's telling them about it? The banks don't even want these people coming into the branch. They can just debit the money, no questions asked. That's what they want to do. So who are our support staff? Most middle class, upper middle class, and definitely the rich people, as well as small entrepreneurs, have employees who could do with an accident cover, who do with a life cover. The premium is small. The government is giving it. We would want to buy it for them. These could be your security staff, could be your drivers, they could be your domestic help, they could be your cook. Many of them work part-time in your house. They work in four or five houses. Even people can get together and buy the insurance for them. It's a small, small amount, not even 500 bucks, as you know, for the life cover, right? So like I said, each of us has multiple people. What better Diwali gift can you have than to create the safety net and put the money in their account. Unfortunately, IRDA rules don't allow you to do it. Now, our dipstick study shows that most people I've spoken to say, it's a wonderful idea. We would want to do it. Each one says, I have four or five people at the minimum around me that I would help. If they're part-timers, maybe people get together and help. But people want to do that. They want people around them to be safe. The system doesn't allow it. Now. After COVID happened, when all of us were locked down at home, telecom companies were quick to wake up. They realized that all their phones are going to stop because if people have no income, they can't pay for it. So they said they tweaked their systems, they tweaked their technology. Didn't take a long time, pretty fast. To say that you can pay the bill for anybody, your family, your neighbors, your friends, someone in another city, it didn't matter. It was very simple. No questions asked. That person gets to use the phone. Why can't the same happen to insurance? The beneficiary is somebody on whose behalf you're paying. That beneficiary, he or she alone gets the benefits. It's not like you pay 500 rupees and you're going to get the benefit and take it back from them. If there is a role for banks as well as regulators, It should be to ensure that there's no fraud. There is no double claims, which is easy to do because today everything is linked to Pan and Aadhaar. You may probably need the help of some tech people, small help to be able to ensure this deduplication and multiple claims are not made. But it is high time you started. You cannot have banks stealing from our accounts. This is a moral hazard. It's bad in law, it's bad in principle. You should not convert our bankers into thieves. It is your responsibility, dear finance minister, to ensure that your regulators wake up and do the job that is entrusted to them. And sure, there'll be more claims because all of us will ensure that if there's an accident, the person for whom we have paid a premium gets the money they deserve. So, premiums may go up. So, it's already gone up from 12 to 20, maybe it'll go to 30, but that's it. That's where it has to stop. And I believe even if life cover goes up a little, as long as it's friction-free, as long as the process is reasonable and the money is paid, people would be willing to pay a slightly higher premium. Now, don't you agree that socially oriented government schemes reaching the right beneficiaries is far better publicity for the government than to show some mass activation and enrollment numbers that are completely empty And make no sense at all, because you're ultimately expecting it to translate to votes and the person is not getting the benefit. Somebody else is getting angry that his account is debited and money is stolen. It may be 20 rupees, but it's being stolen from his account. You have technology solutions. In fact, you have bankers willing to be part of the process. So the All India Bank Employees Association also has proposed an idea saying what I said earlier, send out alerts. Tell people, you, there is an accident. Send out an alert to everybody who has this insurance. saying, do you have this insurance? Make the claim. It can be activated fast and urgently. It has not been done, even though this is a large union representing millions that has written. It has written to IDA. It has written to the RBI. Also, dear finance minister, please ensure that our bureaucrats do not kill this good idea. So when I say we are willing to pay, don't make it our burden. It's not obligatory for us to do it. We are doing it as our individual social responsibility. In fact, we are taking on the job of the government. It has to be voluntary. Do not please allow your bureaucrats to transfer the cost, duty and burden of the state. The state is already taking taxes from us. We don't have safety nets, but we're just earning enough. So we are saying we're willing to pay it forward to people who work around us. It has to be voluntary and it is workable. It will be good for the government. It will make you look good. It will ensure that our banks are not thieves. They don't steal from our account. And it is a win-win for everybody. I hope somebody reaches this video to you. I've already tweeted it. I hope many of you readers ensure that this reaches the finance minister because I'm sure all of you agree with it. And if you do... Let's hope it's all in place for next Diwali and we can light up the lives of people around us. If you agree, please subscribe and share this video. Unless more people know, you can't make change happen. Thank you.